What up, cat? You're a cat. Well, how the hell did you get in here? <laughs> this is Domestic Edition, the ongoing affront to legitimate news discussion. I am your host, uh, Casey Davis. <laughs> With me, as always, is Theron Parham. Hello! Into the intro, and our, our, esteemed, our, our, producer, and our yeah. esteemed producer, Anonymous, Anonymous Mike. Mike. Yes! Anonymous only for the next three months. And, and then everyone will find out the big secret. Yes, who oh, I am. And we get to find out Anonymous yes, Mike's yes. name. Anonymous Mike months. is fine going public after that. You can friend request him. Yeah. Most of you know who I am. Don't tell. So, uh,. The, the question hangs over our head. Uh, uh, like a guillotine. <laughs> sort of Damocles, yes. Uh, or, or that kind of uh, terrifying swing blade uh, in, uh, in, a, uh, in a dream. Yes. Uh, Theron, how do you feel about the news? So, Casey. The National Enquirer's publisher, David Pecker, reportedly has a safe full of unpublished, damaging stories on President Trump and details on his former payments, or his former personal lawyer, Michael Cohen's hush money payments, which could be used as evidence in ongoing investigations after federal prosecutors granted Pecker immunity. They just granted him immunity today? Yeah. Oh shit! The guy so from the guy from the who runs the National Enquirer, and who is a very pro-Trump, you know, organization. Yeah, they're buddies. Yeah, they're buds. It's like it's fucking hilarious. Is <laughs> what it is. Listen, this it, it all reads like a David Barry or Carl Hyacin novel at this point. The the national politics. It's it's goofy. Yeah, shit's weird right now, man. Super weird. Uh, so we've got. Let's see. Let's do the rundown. What's happened in the past two weeks? So Aaron. then we got to talk about. You know, uh, we really need to induct somebody right now, and I would like to welcome to the resistance, Amorosa. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus God above. <laughs> this is where we are. Oh, I lo- I, I also love that she's just known as Amorosa. Uh, yeah, I don't know. One what name like Madonna. She's got like a hyphenated last name. Oh, it's perfect. Um, yeah, because she got married. Like, she's in married the White to like House. A, a reverend or, or a, a pastor, I believe. And she uh, got married in the White House. Oh, that's right. Jesus. And it was a big thing. It was part of why she got canned. Oh, my God. And so now she's been out drip, drip, dripping stories about how Donald Trump has used racial slurs. Donald Trump is like a fucking idiot. <laughs> now, we, we have to take Omarosa with a grain of salt, at least on the racial slurs era, because Omarosa is just reporting that she heard from some people who had heard that it was She reported. said that there's a tape. Yeah, she says there's a tape from when he was on The Apprentice of the president dropping the N-bomb um, multiple times. But that... 
She heard that from some other staffers when she was working on his campaign that they had heard the tape was there, and boy, wouldn't it suck if that tape got out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, she's she uh, stumped for Trump for years. Like, yeah. she's an opportunist. She is a dishonest, like, hack. And, yeah. I mean, she's one of the few people who could who like were willing to take a job at the White House. Right. That's uh, that's part of the administration's issue is getting uh, recruiting. But Omarosa. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. Sorry. No, if, no, go for it. If you're if you're recruiting for the White House, it's tough because if you're going to take a job with the White House, you won't be able to go out to eat without someone spitting in your food and maybe yelling at you. And like that's on the lighter end, and on the on the other end, like Trump could ask you to do something illegal, and then he throws you under the bus and you go to jail. Right. Like I, it's somewhere on that spectrum of shittiness to work in this administration, which will probably go down historically as the most scandalous, corrupt. Scandalous. I will definitely go because we ever never not had a scandal with this administration. But I think it was uh, Matt Iglesias on the weeds with Vox uh, mentioning that you know traditionally when there's a new Republican administration or just an administration from one party or the other that has control of Congress, like you're, you have the opportunity to actually get something done. Generally, all the partisans from the think tanks and that kind of stuff kind of swarm into the Oval Office because that's where you can make a difference. Yeah. Apparently, uh, when they were recruiting for this administration, everybody went to the individual departments. So I want to be, you know, assistant deputy secretary of the interior or something like that because it was seen as a way to insulate yourself both legally and from a future career prospect-wise from the White House. Um, so, yeah, that just I mean, the recruiting a problem. Bunch, I mean, and so they're stuck with a bunch of inexperienced, kind of often nasty they hacks. Have, yeah, they don't have the Republican. Like Omarosa, who is now the newest member of the resistance. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the most boring thing that's happened in the past two weeks with and the Trump land. And it's been interesting, though, because it's been a drip, drip, drip. Yeah, she's... Um, she's building up to her book release. Yes. Oh, and that's not already out? No, I think it did. I think it came I'm, out last week. Yeah, you're right. But now she's doing... Um, promoting, promoting it by yes. dripping more information. Well, and I think in a lot of ways she and Trump are cut from the same cloth when it comes to... 100%. ...loving the publicity... The duplicity and just the understanding she's of how got. to dominate a news cycle, right? That's all like, she's got. But then Tuesday of this week, Theron, what happened? Bunch of stuff. Oh, man. Tuesday was when Michael Cohen pled guilty, that's Trump's former personal lawyer, to several counts, including campaign finance uh, violation. That is also when. Our boy Paul Manafort won of the ostrich jacket Are that cost fifteen thousand dollars. It happened like within what was it, ten minutes of each other? So, yeah, at most a couple hours. It was almost it was insane. Are you trying to tell me that that it is a violation of uh, campaign finance law to pay off <laughs> a uh, a a prostitute? So well, here's a, a porn star who can't pay money. Yes. So it's elite. Here's here's where where the law was broken vis-a-vis -vis campaign finance. The um, adult 
entertainment ladies were paid off because the information they had would be damaging to then candidate Trump's presidential hopes. The money that Michael Cohen used to pay for that um, was not from the campaign, which is the issue. It was from Michael Cohen taking out an illegal loan against his house. And because that was $130,000, which you may know is significantly over the individual campaign contribution limit, it is a violation of campaign finance law because he was, it, it was for the campaign. It was to protect Donald Trump's candidacy. And he spent, you know, 20 to uh, 21 times the amount you're allowed to spend on a campaign and an individual donation. So that is the violation. And, and he the, said he was directed he to was do so by, by an the unnamed candidate, candidate who was <laughs> running for president. Excuse me. Who by then was president, was the um, oh, exact wow. word, who became president. Oh, so, I thought it was just like, but they still, yes. unnamed is probably some legal yes, yes. squishy room for Donald. Right. Well, this protects Cohen from any kind of defamation suit, which we know uh, our president is a fan of issuing. On that same day also, Michael Flynn's sentencing was pushed back, postponed, which is seen as a sign that he is also cooperating with investigators who are not done with him. Um, and in the past two weeks, the first two congressmen to endorse candidate Trump for president have both been indicted. Um, one for insider training, trading, and one for like misuse using campaign finance money. Gross misuse. To take vacations and pay their mortgage down. <laughs> he and his wife. So it's not been great for the Trump administration. That's true. It's been a hell of a couple but, of But, I posit, it ain't gonna fucking matter. Well, I mean, it, uh, I don't know. It ain't gonna fucking matter, do you mean, to the uh, midterm election? I mean... You th I think it might affect the I mean, I think it, I, I actually give the Democrats now a chance of winning back control of Congress by a narrow margin. Just but, the House, probably, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, the Senate's gonna be real tight regardless, but... Um, I don't. I mean, Trump's not going to get impeached. No, I don't think so either. It's not going to happen. Even uh, I, uh, there's a story today. Like even among all the people in these Democratic primaries and everybody who's running for Congress right now, like almost none of them have anything on their website or in their emails yeah. or whatever that ever mentions the word impeachment. It's and not even on the table. And America's least favorite politician, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, has outright said that impeachment is not on the table. It's not a priority. I don't know. Well, because like, it's impossible right now. The, right. These, Republicans are a pretty solid wall. These uh, convictions uh, uh, hit the headlines. I saw, uh, will this lead to impeachment takes? I, I saw those on Bloomberg. I saw those uh, from uh, WAPO. I feel like the answer is a resounding no. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know... Well, not down. this year, yeah. Next year, yeah. I'm t uh, if there's going to be an impeachment, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be like... Uh, uh, 20... Uh, it's going to be 2022, you know? You need such a solid uh, majority to make the impeach... Like, you can impeach somebody, but 
but forcing him out of office, I believe, requires a huge majority, like two-thirds or something, or three-quarters in one of the houses or both. Um, and Republicans have just, I mean, until the polling shows that Republican voters are starting to turn on Trump, which I don't see really any indication of, um, it's not going to matter. Republicans aren't going to change their calculus. The calculus right now is it is more damaging to their political careers to impeach Trump than it is to let him keep doing whatever the fuck he's doing. And so they're going to keep doing it. Because why wouldn't they? They'll all lose their jobs, and all they'll do is help the country not be run by a no, I understand. By the president. Well, uh, right now, every, everybody's thrown in their lots. Right. And uh, Republicans have untenable base. Uh, Democrats have um, uh, ever more believable wave. Uh, I believe the blue wave's coming. I think that there will be a modest blue wave. I think polling has historically overestimated the turnout for the Democratic coalition during midterms. And then yeah. every time we're, oh shit, no, young people don't vote, no white people do. Um, I think the Republicans are also struggling with recruiting right now, not just for in the White House, but for candidates for national level office. I, I see the polling. And it has Democrats up in most these like generic House polls or whatever, right? And and it, they're up by anywhere from seven to twelve or so points, I which mean, is about what you need to tilt the House because obviously Repub uh, yes. Democrats are condensed, right? The and gerrymandering is a thing too. So most of our people live in the same districts, right? So you have to have this resounding lead. But I will tell you, I think activation is big. I have never voted in a midterm election before. Oh, wow. I'm obviously eager to vote in this one. And I know that I'm not unique. So I, I do think there will be a big push. And I think, you know, like here in Indiana, the most, one of the most closely rushed Senate races uh, in the country is Joe Donnelly versus Mike Brown. The latest polling I saw was that if Donnelly votes for Kavanaugh for Supreme Court, which is a whole other thing, uh, he has a 12-point lead, and if he doesn't, he's still got a six-point lead across the state of Indiana, which is a very solidly conservative state um, across most of the state. I think that's a reflection of um, Donald Trump's brand of republicanism there's a very limited appeal to the more common sense conservatism I would give. Who's just well, credit for? Uh, Republican isn't a. Uh, oh, what's what's the word that gets the, the metaphor that gets overused? A litmus test. Right. Uh, that 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 Republican Party. That's not a litmus test anymore. Um, uh, Abdul. Uh, uh, Shabazz, he likes to talk about uh, the Carmel Republicans raising money for uh, Joe Donnelly. Yep. Uh, because they don't want uh, Mike Brown. I don't know. I'm real skeptical that Joe's going to win. I, I give Joe even odds, which is better than I was giving him when this started. I really thought Mike Brown was going to take away, but the outside ads against Braun have been, in my 
having already been against Mike Braun opinion, been pretty damn effective. They're, I see them every night on fucking Jeopardy, dude. They are they are attacking him on the line that he has used, the, his businessman line, and just being like, no, actually, he's a shitty businessman who mistreats people like yeah, you. But the, but the, Braun ads, the Braun ads are saying Joe Donnelly voted to amnesty millions of illegals. They're talking about how... Don't give a shit. They're talking about how he signed the Dream Act. I mean... But, like, that's... <laughs> that's, that's what the they're going for. That's the stupidest ad campaign the Republicans could be running right And his, his brother... Mexico Joe. His brother had a factory in Mexico. Yeah, I mean, that's completely undercut by the fact that Braun's selling, you know, Braun's made in China. Yeah. <laughs> hard, hard to go but made in America that when all, you're just putting All together. you need is a little bit now, and it seems like conservatives will just go for it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it only matters when Democrats do it. Like in 2020, if it's Elizabeth Warren versus Donald Trump, we will have big think pieces and arguments about if uh, her putting that she had an Indian heritage on a form 30 years ago is like the big issue, and that will be blown up to proportions where... Hitherto unknown. Where Donald Trump will win again. I mean, so I think the problem for Democrats That's is, how it goes now. Um, not understanding the transformation of the Republican Party from a ideology, ideological, ideologically based party to an identity based party. And all, and all politics are about identity, that's that's well established, but... Uh, American politics in general shifted to identity. Yes, uh, it has. If you wanna, and, and, and it's, yeah, it's not, I'm not even saying the Democrats did it first, the Republicans did it first when uh, Nixon uh, started up this uh, creepy started. silent majority uh, 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 crypto uh, racist lingo, which you know at the same time uh, he, he he had him clamped down on the clan clan you know so it's sure he's, he he does both at the same time of right. course well you don't want uh, <laughs> you don't want violent terrorists running around but you also, I mean, but you also want to divide your uh, populace politically, and, right? Uh, so that they're easier to manage for power. Yeah. I mean, I think on one hand, obviously the it's very awkward in America to have a party who, that is based very firmly in a, a sort of white identity just because of our history, and it doesn't help that you know right now there is a at least vocal racist minority that is very actively promoting um, this transformation of the public party. But there's not inherently anything wrong about a group of dif disenfranchised whites, people who feel disenfranchised, having a party represent their interests. It just becomes, we are now in an awkward position where it's those interests versus like literally everybody else. Um, they don't have a coalition on that aspect the way the Democrats are literally, you know, Asian Americans, Hispanic Americans, Black Americans, well, you young get, Americans. You start to get these weird, creepy European problems mm -hmm. when you get uh, a, a, a big uh, white ethnic party. Uh, you look over at, at Poland, get a little bit of hashtag IMTL in here. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, where. Uh, like the thing that keeps these people in league has 
nothing to do with shared interest. So, of right. course, it just becomes this dickhead avenue for shithead oligarchs to, you know, move in and, you know, with their money. Right. And, and, and be in charge of it and, and take it wherever the hell it's really going. And, and that's why I think that, getting back to his point, like, that the Democratic Party isn't totally understanding, we... I think we're starting to understand it, but like, um, I speak of this as the head Democrat of the Democratic Party. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the DNC, Theron Park. Was uh, duly elected <laughs> in a committee. I was. Uh, they should elect me. I would win. But. Um, <laughs> that would be on your shirt. They should elect me. I would win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, oh, it's Agent Trump, though. But seriously, Democrats are starting to realize the same thing that kind of the Tea Partiers did first, which where they were like, Fuck working with the opposition ever. Dominate, win elections, get what you want. Yeah. And play for blood. De- the only moderates for blood. right now, the only moderates in Congress are Democrats. There are no moderate Republicans besides maybe Susan Collins. Oh, I mean, I mean, what's the other one from uh, Murkowski? Murkowski, no, but like, she's not even. That's true. No, she votes with Trump like eighty-seven percent of the time. People that I think that you could call a moderate Republican. Are the guys who like the really balls to the wall libertarians? Sort These of. guys who vote against bills. Or Joe Donnelly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Joe Donnelly. But jo- but yeah, Democrats have uh, these people uh, like Joe Donnelly that are pretty conservative. There is no such thing the other way, and I think the Democratic base is saying, There's "Hey, no- this is the world we live in. Sure, we would like." To be able to like have back and forth and like negotiate, but that's not the world we live in. Stop playing nice. Let's fucking win an election, and we're gonna have single fucking payer. I mean, my point was more like Republicans only pay lip service to trying to recruit minorities to vote for them because they know that minorities do not trust the Republican Party. Yeah. Right. Well, as Democrats as- have not figured out that. The members of the Republican coalition do not trust them simply because they are Democrat. Yeah. It's the same. Like, you yeah. can pay lip service. Now, I think on... Like that's the only reason that I... Like, I would say that I expect to walk into the booth and split my vote even red and blue. And, like, I could slip more towards the left, and I would still have trouble calling myself a Democrat because I just don't trust those fuckers. Right. Because you're, it seems like you're kind of a moderate, man. And like, a true moderate, maybe. If you're willing to vote split ticket, 90% of voters are not willing to do that. They are loyal to one party. I think, I think, Indiana has a strong tradition of that, just because we've had some really great politicians on both sides think Indiana's yeah. had some really good governors from both parties. Um, you know, I'm a... But Donnelly is Luger, and yes. Luger lost. Luger did lose. But because I, the country does not like Lugers anymore. Apparently. Luger was too weak to fight off the Tea Party. Uh, uh, Moderates can't exist in this environment, and that is why I think that... Donnelly has a huge war chest. He's 12 points ahead. He's doing just dandy. Luger Incumbents are fine until they're five points down, man. 
I mean, I hate to whip out that, that like, I bullshit hope... dismissal because it is bullshit to just, like, try to end the conversation with that. But, like, uh, an incumbent who's in the lead, okay, like, and they talk about him as if this is so dangerously close. It drives me nuts. I mean, Luger lost. Not, I don't think Luger lost. Well, it's sports, man. He lost because he was not willing to buy into the new Republican identity. Luger felt like an outsider. A he lost swamp because nobody creature. knew who the fuck he was anymore. And, and uh, well, because he didn't give a shit about gay marriage. He cared about foreign policy. Yeah, he was and, the and everybody policy wanted to talk about gay marriage and all this bullshit. Look at, I mean, abortion forget the and all theory, that. though. That was our Re- fault. Forget the theory. Look, look at the results of what happened. Republicans literally got rid of their moderates. Yeah. They got rid of them. The Tea Party hollowed them out. And, and, and for better or worse, the Democrats are about to do the same thing. Because that's the world we live in. I think next time around, if Donnelly wins, sucks. he's definitely got a primary challenger from the left. The, yeah, Partially yeah, because we, the demographics of Indiana, like everywhere else, are changing. There are so many progressives who urban. cannot stand Joe Donnelly. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I don't know, I why, think, did he, why didn't anyone primary him? I think to describe what's about... To happen to the Democratic Party to say that it's about to lose its moderates. Um, I don't know if that that gets into the complexity. It, it's it's there, there's 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 a widening that's happening. It's not good for the Democratic Party in the long run because we're pigeonholed. Well, like in the Electoral College really? and in states, I think and Senate. The, I and think Senate. they're shaking off a lot of. Um, a lot of just dumb voodoo that's been put on them by uh, by American conservatism. If in New York they can elect a Democratic a, 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 a Latina socialist, you know, like not you, you have to incorporate the, 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 the ethnic. Like you're like, oh boy, the, 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 like I when I. If I were to start uh, banging my Chavismo-style socialism drum at her, it would kind of sound grotesquely racist, but um, it would also bite harder because just like, uh, them's where the commas come from, you know? Like, but yeah, uh, Crowley was a little more moderate. He wasn't a moderate as her campaign dressed him up to be. His voting record was pretty fucking progressive, but he represented the establishment. Let's go through the same thing as the righteous. I mean, so... The, the issue, I think, on the left is, yeah, they're, they're the battle between the business left and the cultural left. And can you afford to lose the business left? Well, afford? No. The money no, there is important. And that's the thing. Oh, man, that's the grotesque thing about Even the Even in voters. Thing. The business left that you're describing... Those are the those are the, the, the neoliberals. Like they're, it's it's the same group, a uh, bunch of rich assholes as the neocons that that uh, that run the Republican Party. It's just the other wing of them. That the neocons no longer run the Republican. Party. No, they're officially. Well, no, no. The neo the, the neocons have been greatly reduced in influence. That is true. Yeah. But um, they of still. Got, uh, but no, um, th- that whole thing still. Runs foreign policy. We yes. would love Still for the neocons the, the, the money to take back over, man. As a leftist, I would love for the neocons to take back over. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let, put let, the swamp people let back in, in. Let an unconscious machine of money and corruption continue to flow. Little better than people better than this. Oh, we got to flow. Just let it happen. Shit. Just let it happen. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I think. I mean, not that it ever stops when we fuck with the systems or whatever. So. No, once you become president, you get the speech and then you become a neocon. Yeah, um, they make you a neocon. Well, just it's, yeah. It, yeah, but they sit you down. And they're like, uh, this and is Mattis what we have to pull down up. with you, and it's like, all Wait. right. He pulls up a chair, lights his pipe. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, this is how it actually works. You can say whatever the hell you want, but I mean, and Republicans have stuck to one thing: that they're they are not easing up on Russia. They're not necessarily digging down on Trump on it, but they're not letting uh, up on on um, sanctions and that Graham kind of stuff. Graham has completely reversed his course. He Public used to speaking, be a Russia hawk, and now he like loves Putin. I don't care what they say. The voting they're making is okay. continuing sanctions and that kind of stuff. They're not pushing back against the, votes the deep matter. states. Uh, talk pressure is cheap. against it. Talk changes week to week. No matter what, obviously President Trump would like a more conciliatory relationship with Russia, whether that is for the reasons people on the left think, or for just because it'd be nice to not have a great state uh, conflict going on across the world all the time. That assumes any sort of principle on behalf of Donald Trump, who is a singular well, force I mean, that's the that wants to, for some reason, be easy on Russia. Sure. Weirdly, what, the only country he likes in the world that he doesn't trash <laughs> is Russia. And, and, and be, the resistance in the foreign policy <laughs> establishment is so deep, and he, it doesn't matter what he says. He, he, he goes to Helsinki and has, you know, beer pong and bro fest with Putin, and nothing changes in our no. policy because no. no one's listening to Because him. all he divulged was that, uh, you know, he had a great turkey many years ago or something like that. Oh. <laughs> yes, his mother's Thanksgiving turkey. All the, uh, yeah, that, we can offshoot into that. Just put a pin in the fact that Trump's been acting really weird lately. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For him. Like, it, okay, it was really funny when he first got elected. We're like, okay, this old todger, uh, this old spoiled git who just got elected to the most like high-pressure job on the face of the earth is going <laughs> to crack. We would joke around about that when he first got elected. To watch it actually happen is weird. Yeah. He doesn't even speak as clearly as he did in 2016. They keep him shut up more and more. Yep. And whenever he does an interview or anything, he just, or his rallies, he just kind of babbles incoherently. He hits the right sting lines, he still has that showmanship. Yeah. But like, the well, rest of it is just this mush mouth, like really incoherent. Shit, dude. Like, do you, uh, d did you, either of you read, um, uh, what is it, The, the Dark Knight Returns? Yeah! The, the, the graphic novel by, uh, the... Alan Moore? No, no, no Frank Miller. Oh, Frank, Frank Miller, that's right, that's right, that's right. More and, uh, the president is a hologram of Reagan. Yeah. That they just <laughs> use in perpetuity. Yep. And it's just like that's what we've been reduced to because really this like junta and uh, coalition of oligarchs is what's really running things, and then there is just this senile crazy man. Well, the, the that yeah. is the quote unquote I mean, president. The, we, the, we we learned that his 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 members at Mar-a-Lago are basically running health and human services. Yeah, VA. It's <laughs> what. My it, everything is just so out in the open. It's just right there. He or his people will just 
Giuliani will just say it. And They'll he, just say exactly what they're truth doing. Truth isn't truth. Truth isn't truth, he said. He said well, truth no, isn't because, truth. Yeah, be, because... He meant that in that he said, yeah, she said, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It, it was for the chosen ones. It's like when that Republican no, uh, back in like 2012 or maybe 20, uh, yeah, I believe 2012 said, uh, we will not be uh, held accountable by fact checkers. Yes. Something like that, like, oh boy. Truth isn't truth is just so on the nose, though. That's yeah. everything they say. They say the quiet parts loud. They just say right out loud exactly what they're doing. Alternate facts. Alternative facts. And then they just say, oh, I didn't say that. And, and <laughs> I didn't now say I think that. there's a perception that since they're still in office, that there has been no like punishment for that. But I think if you look, if you would look at any other generic republic, like if you, if I told you there was going to be a Republican president and a conservative majority on the Supreme Court, and they would control both houses of Congress, you would have expected a lot more to get done oh, in, yeah. in the past two years. Congress has slowed down to a halt. I think they are paying a very serious opportunity cost for being yeah. so buckwild. And part of it is the unpopularity of Donald Trump. Yeah, and, and part of the reason he's unpopular is because his lawyer goes on national TV and says truth isn't truth. I mean... There, there's a segment of the country that, regardless of the context of that, that is a very alarming statement for... I think there's a growing segment of the country that just doesn't give a shit anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's just done. Or maybe that's just me and I'm projecting. Like, yeah, well, things, but things... I just don't give a shit. Big things just slide now. Because yeah. we don't have yeah. the bandwidth for it all. It's relentless. And, <laughs> and I mean, the, yeah. but this is this is. We can't absorb it. It would be a big. Too quick. It would be a big thing in any other era of time. There's but right been, now, it's not. There's no time to process a given scandal because we've we've moved on three scandals later a week. After well, uh, and and this whole ballet of 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 pen, uh, of. of Perfectly, a perfect execution constantly in the panopticon that the Obama administration had to pull off. That, um, admittedly, the previous administration, um, you know, uh, w- uh, it, it, the media essentially wanted them to pull off, and the administration before that kind of did, even though he got his dick sucked, you know. And it's, uh, it, it was. It was unsustainable. Right. Uh, uh, hi there, Ginny. Uh, if you'd like to join us um, at any point, uh, uh, my my wife, Ginny, uh, she does live here, too. Um, <laughs> she runs a sweet Game of Thrones podcast. The, their one episode was really what good. Is? The one episode. <laughs> there's going to be another episode when it comes back, uh, uh, Dragonstone. Yeah. Oh, show's coming back. The show will come back. Uh, well, it won't come back like the show that we want won't come back. But it'll uh, something called Game of Thrones will happen on HBO, and we will watch it, and we will record. Will you watch it? A Dragonstone about it uh, later. Yeah. Okay. In in the whole watch through, because sure I am going will. to watch from start to finish. Oh my in God. French. Sure you will, buddy. To learn French. Je sais mon alphabet, je le chante en français. There's my French. Okay, French, French, That's French, 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 French. Like eight French. more French words than I know. That's just, I, I don't actually know the individual words, I just know that that's at the end of saying the alphabet in French. You say that and it says next time, why don't you say the alphabet with me in French? Oh, <laughs> I see. 
Uh, what was I saying about uh, the bunch of corrupt shitheads that were in our country? Uh, just the compared to the previous administration that at least oh, looked the, the, perfect. Yeah, yeah, the like perfect. Uh, well, the expectation for the right. just constant perfect execution. Uh, experience uh, and professionalism is gone. <laughs> experience uh, and professionalism. It's out the window. Well, I mean, base loyalty. Because they're the only ones who will take the job. Party to out there. of distrust of the other party. Right. Allows for a lot of bullshit. That's weak, for sure. Weak parties and strong partisanship. You're not voting for the Democrats. You're voting against Donald Trump. You're not voting for Republican. You're voting against Hillary Clinton. Yeah. It's it it sure. leads to this shitty mess where you, but you don't like them because their identity is different than you. So and it doesn't really fucking matter what your guys do because they're still your team. They're still you. I, and I feel like we're having the, like, honed out, like, smarter version of this discussion to come out of the 2016 election that, that you know, we've been having, we've been having, we've been sure. having, we've been having. And I just want data. I want input. I want the real poll. I want the election to come and go. I want the Democrats to have the seats and to drop the ball and or get it across, you know, into the right. Do something, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because everybody's been talking for the past two years about how unpopular the Republican agenda is and everything, and and this and that, and we'll see in November what's actually there's happening. the only difference I think is you will see more if the Democrats can control Congress you will see more Benghazi style endless investigations and hearings of every goddamn thing the president does that's the only difference nothing's going to get done nothing's getting done now no um, I don't Democrats, care I don't want anything to get done well yeah I know that's the federal level that's, the, more, yeah. the, more, truly, the less the feds do the more the states run shit if Democrats take it back truly nothing Will happen. And that's except committees and, and executive orders. And, yeah. and and that's I voted Republican when they were the party of obstruction, and uh, I'm starting to vote uh, uh, D because they're the party of obstruction. They're the Who's party the, of states rights. They don't talk about it. They walk. You know. They they actually. You're in do Carson's it. district, right? Uh, yeah. Who is his competitor? Uh, fuck running. all nobody. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He's running basically unopposed because there's no, you're not gonna, a Republican's not gonna win Marion County. I mean, somebody always runs, I'm sure, but it's, yeah, that's not it's, it's, uh, in order to fundraise, I'm right. sure. Unless we found out later. that Andre was strangling children, in, you know, after hours. Who knows these days? We, hey, we still got a, we still got a pederast in, on the city council. No, no he, he resigned. He resigned. Finally. Yes. He resigned. He, he, just he took a plea deal. Yeah. Plea deal. Got, no jail time. Probation. Does he have to register as a sex offender? He does not have to register as a sex offender. Indianapolis city former city councilman well, Jeff Miller. I, I anyway, saw he got this was in another council, state, but uh, there's some uh, doctor uh, committed sexual assault or what have you. Um, will serve no jail time, but will be uh, labeled as a sex offender his whole life. I'd rather he got some jail time, and then didn't have to tell everybody whenever he moved after that. Like, I mean, well, I Jeff think, Miller got neither of those things. Yeah, I yeah. think I don't yeah. not say what that doctor did may have been way worse. I don't yeah. know. I, sexual assault is one that puts uh, uh, 
ju criminal justice reform people in a real bind right now because uh, yeah, they don't on one hand I, I do believe zero tolerance versus the prison system is way too punitive yes. the state. Well the prison system like is this terrifying dungeon that turns men into like, animals yes. and like to, to, to subject every single uh, conviction to that I, I say as they just throw every single black person into it, no matter what the crime they've committed. Well, and, and I would say another issue on or, this or, is Or Latin person, or, or Indian, or basically everyone who's white. Minority people who are convicted of sexual assault racism. or something like that are much more likely to get prison time, whereas you get, uh, what was his name, the, the Stanford swimming kid who raped that girl behind a dumpster and then got... Well, like is that the months. one where, where it got flipped around and it turned out it didn't happen at all? Or is that no, the that's the one where they recalled thing? the judge because of I this. remember the one that Nancy Grace, like, she went after these, these kids and then it turned out the whole thing was made up. I think that's that was the, the Ohio football team. Remember. Yeah, there, there, was a, there was a football team where it turned well, out. Well, I remember the, the day it came out that, that, like, it was all made up. Uh, and I'm sorry, I don't like, I don't like hammering on those guys. I'm sorry. But uh, I hate Nancy Grace. Yeah. And and the day that it came out that it was bullshit and she'd been hammering on it, um, she took the night off and had somebody else host the show. That was ages ago. Um, I you could Google it and find it. I swear. Brock I Turner. Had... Brock Turner's the guy I was thinking of. Um, Brock Turner. I'm sorry. Brock Turner's the one that the the, the swimming kid who committed sexual assault was convicted of sexual assault and the judge gave him like six months in jail of which he served three and he has to register as a sex offender and everybody's crying and weeping about how this young man's life is ruined and on one hand um fuck you you committed sexual assault but on the other hand like that is the essential argument against putting someone who commits armed robbery away for 20 years is they were 17 or 18 or 20 when they did it and they did something stupid and they're going to go to jail for 20 years and have no future afterwards well you know it's like Elon Musk uh, oh God. Uh, he does a yes, little acid good. in front of the wrong musician. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the text messages about it get oh a screen cap and published, and now Sail he's yeah. getting uh, uh, investigated by the SEC or whatever. Oh my God. You know, he, like he these like drunk that he drunk tweets all the time. If I had a billion dollars and I was dropping acid, I would hope that my that my uh, musician friends wouldn't rat on me to the feds. If I had a billion dollars. dollars I would have an official acid babysitter to make sure I don't do stupid shit when I'm on acid. Yeah, yeah but then, like, don't but you then have the acid a babysitter, babysitter is paid by you. Well, that's true. So you need to make sure that the acid babysitter is like paid by the company. Right, right, right. Put it put it in a trust or something that you like, can't but, take away. Yeah. Oh, I think the same thing about all the athletes and stuff who get busted, like, going to get their weed. Or like Jim Irsay got busted with a giant bag, bag full of, of painkillers. Like, don't you have a guy for that? Yeah, you don't have a guy. <laughs> no, no, they're all just guy. regular people that go out and get their own drugs. Hey, man. That's so weird to me, though. Like, why would... It's, it's, it's our shit. They go down to the store and they get their own fucking cheese. And they go down to the store and they get their own pain meds, man. It's it's all... I mean, the guy. They go down to their guy. Right. But Jim Irsay's like a billionaire. Yeah, and he yeah, and he got owns, owns, a, the bed and he owns a really sweet car to go pick up his drugs. <laughs> you guys have a, a sweet, really sweet, sure. sweet drug car. But if I drugs. was him, I would hire somebody to yeah. handle all of my like 
my dumb shit. All of my illegal <laughs> shit, yeah. Yeah, that, well, that's what they say. But people always get lazy. That's that's how everyone gets caught. Yeah. Um, well, not Jim Irsay. He just got caught all on his own. <laughs> well, also, um, if what you're doing is associated with drug use, then there is an increasingly... It's like the odds, just like per dice roll, just increase all the time that you will be fucked up and uh, do any part of the drug taking and obtaining process incorrectly yes. because you were on drugs. Right. And then uh, and then get nabbed for it. And that's kind of how that works. It's not a great look. It's a, it's a uh, rough way to look. So, yeah. Anyway, we're way off in the weeds. Yeah. We, 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 we no, drugs are always relevant. What are you talking about? I'm uh, you, brother. Uh, shit, where's my... Mm-hmm. I'm taking my drugs right now. Mike is anonymous. I'm anonymous and I'm taking my prescribed medication. Yeah, I'm back on the roids. I got some roids. I'm, like, drug-free in the place to be. Just booze. Matt Schober just messaged us. Hey, what's up, Matt? Uh, Still hanging out? Yeah, I told him that he always has an open invite to the show. You gotta get Um, this guy where he's just, like, talking. Yeah. Because he will go on some mind circles that are just, like... Take take you out there. (laughs) Uh, Matt Schober is... He's very charismatic. uh, He... uh, Back in the day, he was always the conspiracy guy. But then, as time passed, uh, all the conspiracies became, like, super true and obvious, and we all came to the conspiracy guy. And uh, so, like, he just became the guy who had read most about that. You know, because as it turns out, you know, uh, a, a secret cabal of rich people do run everything. And that's always how it's been. It's just not secret anymore. It's just not secret, and yeah, and, and it, it wasn't you know before really. If if, if you really believe. now it's just very flagrant and like yeah. actually this is awesome. Yeah, and and, uh, and you know it turns out there are lizard people, and uh, the, you know the, the the banks do. But the lizards have or... shed their skin, like they're no no like... they're they're lizards out in public now. Yeah. <laughs> So, welcome back to Domestic Edition, uh, featured on DomesticEdition.com. We are now entering a new dimension with Mr. Matt Schobert. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing great. How are you, there? Good. We started talking about the Trump shit a little bit. Is there any Trump shit you'd like to get off your chest? Oh, man, I am pretty much over the Trump shit. I think we're all on the same page there. Yep. Like, they're arresting all of his friends, or close enough, and... They've arrested, like, more than one of his lawyers or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I, mean, I think that suffices to uh, where we're all at. Oh, God, him. we didn't even get into his, the White House counsel doing a 30-hour debrief of fucking Mueller. Jesus, oh, yeah. so much shit. You can't keep up with it, man. Oh, my God. Well, no, that's why you have the group, so everybody else can just post all the mm-hmm. smoke, so you know that oh, the no. fire's happening somewhere. The group is great. Like, I post to the group a lot, but I get a lot of my news from the group, and I imagine that some people just check out our feed to, like, see what happened, because well, all these losers yeah, we only put it have, in one place for me. We yeah, only losers have... Losers are politics. <laughs> <laughs> we literally have 30 active members, the other 140... Or 150. But they see it. Our lurkers. Because I see the scene count, so they see it. We have 140 lurkers. Yeah. 
And good for them. Yeah. Well, and Mark... They get to fight their fights silly vicariously through you know. through yeah. all of us versus Jason Jett. Well, and here's the thing. Is, uh, I, one thing that, that did occur... Jason no, he's Jett. a good sport. I hope he, he listens is. to this. Bless no. him. But, <laughs> god damn, that's what the whole argument is. <laughs> Sometimes Andrew will pop yeah, in yeah, and be yeah, like, and Oh, you guys are retards. Yeah. <laughs> and, <that's it. laughs> yeah. and then leave. And then just leave. He always just leaves. Which I'm glad he does. That's what I told him to do. Speak his piece and then leave. You guys are the Bounce. Bounce! No! I wish we had like, more he drops the mic every time. It's, it's a great. hurtful I wish we had more conservatives on, on our on uh, our Conservatives aren't one aren't They're one not for good at interweb, the internet. For, for interweb tomfoolery. <laughs> no, no, I, I, like, here's the thing is, I've been saying this for years, but, like, I finally got it to go through uh, a founding, an esteemed founding member, uh, Sean Murphy, you know, uh, he is a dyed blue, uh, far left commie. liberal yeah. commie, yeah. Uh, like gun nut leftist. I think he's a pronounced yeah, commie. Him and Monty. Like, yeah, him and Monty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he wouldn't so. care if you called him a commie. No. And, he's all uh, about putting people against the wall. Against the wall when the revolution comes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, uh, like, I, I finally, off. like, during a discussion, like, it finally hit him that, um, Holding it against someone that they're bad at internet trolling is a really dumb excuse to think that they're stupid. Right. It's true. It's like, true. Like, Jason Jett pays a mortgage, has a kid. No, he seems like a like has a has, has like right. a, 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 a job that's a lot more reputable than whatever the hell it is that I do. The internet brings out the Sith Lord in all of us. Yeah, it's so just there's something about him that's slave. not fucking stupid. Yeah, but it's he's bad at Sithing. Yeah, because like he, he doesn't have the discipline. To I be feel a like true he's, troll. Yeah, his emotion should, overrides him. He should him, just yeah. go true troll. Yeah, and no, he tries to he and care less. goes terribly. Although uh, his contributions to a shitpo are fun. Sometimes. Which uh, and and that's uh, that's actually uh, uh, what I was. That there's been kind of an evolution of domestic edition. Well, it's turned more into the meme group, bro. Well, it's it started with, well, I mean, it started with international back in the day, which was you know just a foreign affairs fantasy, blah which blah blah. Which was just like, but then five the, or ten nerds who like were addicted to reading news. To, 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 yeah, and and then the and then uh, from Mark Johnson egging me on to make a domestic commentary, uh, uh, you know, branch, we 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 started domestic edition, and domestic edition was my like Glenn Beck esque shouting at the sky. <laughs> Thing. It was a way to get it off your main feed so your relatives wouldn't. So, my, so, so yeah, so <laughs> so people wouldn't you know unfollow me in mass anymore because I was like posting like really trolly national review stuff all up until the election. <laughs> and then at the end, at the end of the election, when Trump had won, I wrote uh, I wrote that one you know scream. It was one of the better things you wrote. Man. Where um, I had the hashtag and I named you know the initialism de. And so it became DE. It was no longer domestic edition. It was DE after that. And DE was figuring out what the Trump administration was. And then once we figured out what the Trump administration was, it became the D. 
which was literally a dick joke because that's what our country was. That's what our lives were. Our lives were a dick joke because America is essentially one giant dick it's joke. It's one giant dick joke. Yeah. That's um, pretty and then you know, eventually we brought back domestic edition classic. Uh, and when you do that, when you take a step backwards, that that means that's that's an intentional plateau uh, or straight lineification, whatever you want to call it. It's a calming down. Uh, yeah, we're we're not on this like upward a crazy quickening. figuring it out trajectory. No. We're on a we figured out what it is. Trajectory. I think it's more of a we're dead inside. We're completely <laughs> dead inside. I mean, yeah, there's just not a lot of hope so anymore. <laughs> and when we hear about 400 Russian mercenaries getting blown up, we're just like, okay, cool. What's next? Right, right. And that type of thing. And oh, just the daily pile of shit that is served to us as news consumers. Just the reality of things. Yeah. Just the bullshit reality of things. But I'm, I'm getting some more with all this. I really swear I am. Uh, uh, the, the, you know, we used to have all of these, you know, uh, maxims like uh, uh, D.E. will live as long as uh, you bring the news to D.E. and that type of thing. I think that we've got to bring more to D.E. Um, it, it, because lowercase d is bigger than that. Um, you know, you've got background, you've got uh, you've got fat stacks, you've got health, you've got all these other things. So uh, soundtrack balls, soundtrack balls, and all the these things. The best are group, <laughs> DE memes, DE memes, which is its sure. own special, which community. has more members yeah. than any other group. That place is such a shit show. I Next. love it. I love it so Next. much. What no, no, you, that's our number one Matt, recruitment. It's ninety percent of my Facebook. What do you, What do you memes. think about what's happening in DE memes? I how would you explain every it to somebody? Of it. It's uh. <laughs> All of the best, weirdest shit stolen from the random I, corners of the internet. I wish Kenny Bailey were here. And then stacked on top of other shit. This weird shit sandwich that everyone really enjoys eating. For some and we've built a community <laughs> where people talk about their feelings. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're people open up about amazing things. <laughs> it is It is a know, fascinating <laughs> sexual habits. God, everyone everyone's affinity. Like eating ass. ass is, oh, yeah. is unironic. Whether or not anyone eats ass is people. like on a scoreboard yes. at the top when you come in. I would it's, say it's you like the poll. Instead now. of the uh, instead of the survey, <laughs> they have the yes no. Do you ask? I'm an admin. I could like do it. I can message these people to be like, are what are your feelings on ass eating? We can make and, a poll and based on their. Based upon their answer, I, I, I it would be a legitimate poll with legitimate responses and minimal trolling, yeah. and that I think is the only place on the internet where you could open up a poll on ass eating and yeah, without, like, and an get some earnest answers. Out. Yeah, I, I still don't. I no, I understand the appeal. Apparently, <laughs> it feels very good. It feels very good. I still am not that with like that's the poop hole. That's where the poop yeah. comes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And thankfully, my my spouse I just never felt the need to even discuss yeah. it. So. My, my spouse. Uh, I just uh, it's hilar It's uh, it's just hilarious to see it on SpongeBob memes. That's that's <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. I love this. Uh, I wish I could see more. Uh, G-Man from uh, Half-Life and Ooh. Ass Eating. I think that that's an untapped possibility. Yes. 
Um, do you guys remember, oh man, back in the day they used to have uh, this uh, G-Man looping videos from the, the, the time before GIFs? Uh, where, and it would be the song, the same song they used in uh, uh, Spongebob Squarepants. Who's the ball that you never bought to me? I'm so happy and fine. And you'd just be smashing up a, 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 a filing cabinet with a wrench oh. for some reason. Uh, I'm bringing up really obscure. That's like, like YTMND. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm bringing up like really obscure. Never mind now, This is like the appendix to the D memoir that you were yes. that you were crafting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh god, Casey, yeah, you, go back, that, uh, you go back. Like, um, your, uh, your you go back like I was. I was a goon yeah. lurker. Yeah, and like that's that's where I learned like how dis how uh, form discipline works and that, that type of thing, and uh, I, I was actually a goon. I, I posted, um, and if anything, I wish that that uh, lowercase d people could self-describe the term goon. Um, I think that that'd be healthy. Um, for, de goons. Yeah, uh, not, squad. not that I want to seek that out or say that, you know, we have a, an official term, I just, you know, I, I just think that if you were to describe us as anything, but as I was saying, um, we're bringing on uh, Matt Schober today, who uh, is... Uh, is this not all been the introduction? <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Oh, uh, introduction. Uh, <laughs> Glad to be here, gentlemen. Yeah. This hey, is welcome aboard. And and it really is a fruition of the show because um, to bring uh, uh, Matt is a uh, local Hoosier entrepreneur. He is um, a, a well-read gentleman. Uh, at large, uh, I would say, uh, you know, uh, uh, and uh, I would say I, I, I highly value his opinion, and um, I, to bring him on on the show, and uh, to, to open things up in the way that I know that Theron is about to open them up, uh, if he's not already done that, uh, uh, to him. I opened it like, up, broke it up, and smoked it. Like, <laughs> you know, um, uh, this obsession with the news, what is, what, what, what is the news? No, 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 no like, uh, the news, like, used to be this pressing matter that we really needed to sort out, and I think it's kind of sorted out right now, so we're to the point now where it's whatever you want to talk to, so then we get to Theron's question that he said, I, I believe, before we reported. He said he was going to throw it to you, which was like to Matt. To Matt, like just like what's you just wanted to open it up generally. What's on your? Well, I didn't know if Matt had anything to talk about. I don't want to put pressure on him though, so we can just see if. No, he's a guest. We we get to put him on the spot. If he it can evolve from. What are you thinking about? Our producer Mike just held the company knife. Yes. The company oh, no, 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 wait, no. We're like a not-for-profit club. By the way, it helps. Um, what this is, what you are listening to right now, is um, is a meeting of something. Of I like, minds. Uh, that I don't like to lay claim to. It's, it's, it's a descriptive term, I swear. It's a meeting of what I like to call news club. 
um, what you're listening to. Um, I, I um, much like the the group of Domestic Edition and International, where I am the host, I am the host of, of this podcast, and uh, uh, with, uh, but um, I th- I am just the host among the members, and uh, so you know. Matt's, Matt's a, a, a long-esteemed member, and uh, we have different groups of different topics that talk about different things, and, and yeah, just what the fuck's, on, more about what the the fuck's on your mind, on your mind, your mind Matt? Just something was said earlier sparked something. I'm kind of interested in the necessity or the relevance of Space Force. Oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, my yeah. first instinct is like, it's Trump's idea, so it's... So it's you know, it's terrible. Well, <laughs> just, just, just rally against it and shut it down <laughs> as quickly as possible. He could offer free ice cream. <laughs> exactly. And we would be like, fuck your fucking fascist ice cream. Yeah. Trump is like, I enjoyed talking on Tuesday. I'm like, oh, this hurts, oh, but... This hurts, but... I did throw out the Space Force joke as the desktop image on Shippo. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm excited about Space Force. After I was watching excited a lot of about... When Newt ran on the moon base, I was going to vote Newt. Um. <laughs> oh, wait, pause. Why were you voting for Newt? For the moon for base. Pro moon base. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm any, pro moon any base. Any candidate so. who promises moon base will get my vote. I don't oh, care. I'm actually with Casey on this I'm one. Fa- yeah. I, that's fair. Um, yeah. like, like, we've unofficially annexed Antarctica, and we really need to do that to the moon. And, uh, because it's the same thing. It's Antarctica of space, basically. So is and that like if we get enough of space, we'll just risk around everyone and win the game? I well, mean, no, 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 the, the whole premise is you land on everything first so that in the history books, an American landed on it first on all the things. Yes. And then it doesn't matter what happens after that. Including America somehow in our yes. history books. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I don't know, I'm not for the militarization of space. No, no, well, you have to militarize it first because they're the people who actually get shit done first. I'll tell you what, it's, it is really fucking depressing, though, to know that, like, UFOs aren't real. Because we know that now. We know that know visitors that. How do we that? know that? There's totally, well... Um, because Donald Trump would have tweeted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they could they have probably told just didn't I don't know, I think him. he's the one president they just wouldn't have told. Because I've got, I think a, I've got a lunch with these relaxing ambassadors. If there is one thing that could make me be like, well, fine, <laughs> fucking, I love Trump now. That is compelling. And it would be if he told us there, there is an house. actual alien invasion. Because I'd be like, guys, it's fucking Trump train from here on out. Let's and get it together. Nobody. <laughs> Welcome or to Earth. Is, let's depose Trump and replace him with Michael R. Pence, who oh, can at least boy. run the country during an alien invasion. That's I don't know, true. that guy's really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really is. Yeah, he is pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he is dumb. dumb. Jesus. what it is. Here's the thing, is I like him as a conservative party he functionary. He's like a nice guy. But he is a fucking idiot. <laughs> nice guys are often dumb. He's got the leadership uh, yeah. ability of this Yeah, he's panel. actually quite nice, really. I mean, aside from some of his opinions about, you know, the gay community. Blah, blah, blah! <laughs> God damn it. Um, he's a very nice gentleman who uh, just... Uh, who is, is very ambitious. To the His point speech that about Space is... Force over the Halo oh, game but we are was doing... really inspiring. I don't know <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. That was perfect. And I do love that he's <laughs> selling it, 
Is it and, like, uh, but, but yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this, this is real right now. Like, uh, this is 2018. This feels like what it is. When in reality, it is this pathetic guy whose job it is to go make into reality his bullshit. Donald bullshit. Trump's fucking Space weird board. things he says. <laughs> like, yeah, all the that is things. his all job now. It's things. like if you... Like, make this official. <laughs> yes. It's like if instead of having the, the drug babysitter to make sure you don't ruin your uh, company that on Twitter... actually really <laughs> creepy like, and, and weird. The, the, like, if the president's job is to be the executive and you look at the man who is executing the policy, it is Michael R. Pence. Yes. Mike Pence's entire position in the Trump administration just stems from he's the guy that the old guard Republicans know and trust. Well, what is the... Because he's an appropriate stooge. Right. What? He was a member of Congress. He's been in the party forever. He has What's all the, the part of, people. like, your inauguration promise that, like, you have to, like... Yeah. Of office. <laughs> of office. Like I swear to uphold the Constitution and all I that shit. I swear to, like, execute the law and stuff yeah. and, like... That's really funny at this point. <laughs> said these things. Yeah. Considering he is openly like, yeah, probably going to, like, uh, you know, free Manafort. Um, this seems like a good time to bring up Hillary's emails. Yeah. I, God damn it. Gonna, I'm, I'm, but he's just open about it. He's like, I'm probably going to help Manafort out. Don't worry. Like... It's, it's He's just open about everything. He just yeah. says it. And nobody gives a fuck. Well, okay. A lot of people give a fuck. Not, no, nobody votes for him. He things. tweets like, you I accidentally committed treason yesterday. <laughs> Crazy Mueller called me on it. Like, people either want these things or really absurd. do not yeah. care. So, a particular <clears throat> television station today ran a story that involved one of the president's tweets, and instead of saying verbatim what the president said, which was crooked Hillary, that television station identified her as Hillary Clinton. And there were angry viewers. An adjective was not appended to the former Secretary of State's... Because that is her um, title, right? Crooked, so yes, crooked. Yes. The official government. Much as there is no. Dame Judy Dench, there is crooked uh, Hillary Clinton. As fun as it is to talk about Hillary Clinton, who has hit rock bottom of relevance. Christ, Jesus, yeah. At the height of relevance, we're trying to talk about Space Force. Here. Yes, True. Space Force. Now, the militarization of space is uh, is is something that will happen as fast as we actually uh, exert any resources into space. Which, are, are we increasing the, the uh, budget of NASA? Well, I think Space Force, part of the appeal for some is that Space Force would be a separate branch of the military instead of being through And it would give that, that DOD money into space. Right. Which sounds like a great idea, actually. Put the money hose into space. But it's not point... NASA has a very specific, holistic, humanist mission right. built into it, right. and we're going to turn that oh, money Oh, fuck that. Let's put rockets in the sky. This was actually my take. We yeah. should make it a department of NASA because that makes so much more sense. Yes. Oh, fuck that. No, no, no. You have to, you have to uh, put guys in uh, uniform with an infinite amount of money in charge of it uh, so that they can waste That's infinite R&D dollars. So, well, here's the issue. 
Well, like, no, the Air Force is a real thing. Infinite amount of money isn't a real thing. It's a, it's a yeah. real, it's really Infinite fucking hard. Infinite amount of money is totally a real thing if you're the military. Uh, yeah. If you're the U.S., uh, that's your entire strategy. Yeah. You just suck it out of the schools. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're an infinite resource. Like a big uh, hose. There's no way this could have negative effects. But it's ever. it's really fucking hard to get into space already. Like, and if we have to dodge like lasers and shit. No, it's no, gonna no, be no. like almost you don't impossible. Have to lasers. Everyone else. Are we talking about lasers. alien invasion? No, no, no. Listen, because the minute we start, I would be Team Trump. I would be Team Trump if Space Force actually happened because we had to fight an alien invasion. Because like right. I've seen Independence Day support that fucking. You dare to turn into like Gundam suits here in two or three years? We're like, holy shit! He's on to something. We need to become straight up fascists. I feel really jaded because I don't actually believe we will really get a moon base or anything space. No, it's all fake bullshit. Do you think maybe even a little Death Star? No. Yeah, like a laser. Here's the thing. Yeah, like at least a laser on a ball out of space. <laughs> we would have got like, like just a, it just has to look cool. It doesn't have to burn anything up. Just point it at the earth and bright stuff up. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm over here trying to have like a Trump, 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 Trump. If we got a moon base, you could not stop me from saying Trump, 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 and electing him for eight terms. Same. Um, but the minute we start militarizing space. I mean, China and Russia, we use Russian rockets right now to get our people. We could fight wars up there. But militarizing space is essentially the moon. Like, China already militarized space. Like, they blow up uh, satellites all the time with rockets. We could have a war. And honestly, the moon and Mars and the big giant superpowers winging their big capitalist dicks everywhere might be a decent push for the human race to. Well, yeah, Watch especially out into the outer parts of the all the system. private corporate money that's going into it nowadays. Yeah, it's going to turn into Avatar any, eventually, and guys, we all know it. Do you like, have any idea how much water on the moon is worth? It's worth a lot of fucking money. Because it's a lot easier to get water off the moon than it is to get water off the earth. Mining exactly. asteroids. Um, but my thing is, like, our banking now, everything we do relies on GPS, which is the exact same system we use to guide, like, bombs and shit. And so if we militarize space, they're going to start shooting down the GPS satellites. And then literally and then everything we've done in the past 15 years just stops no, working. We, we, no, have we'll a, just no, move no, on no. to something else. We point just move a, it, yeah. We have a new... Triangulate from the moon. We're we about to have 5G, we guys. Have a new, That's we're about to have 5G. We, we, yeah. we move on to... I guarantee you they'll whip something up. A new Geneva Accords where we agree to fight... Kind of off in space somewhere. <laughs> right. Right now right now we've designated yeah. that place as the Middle East. Yeah. It'd be nice <laughs> it'd be nice to we'll have a new place. It like, really is. Yeah. Uh, the moon will become. It India. could be away though. Like away. Don't come too close to Earth where you'll fuck with our satellites. Here's just your playground. Okay, yeah. then how long before that turns into a reality show and we're just like, battle for Earth? And well, not very long because they'll knock out the satellites. We won't be able to see it. So no, they won't knock out the satellites because <laughs> that would be going into Geneva Accords, and then the UN would freak out. The space fight. Like yeah, the Spacing Guild would yeah. be, uh, yes. you know, they'd the would be pretty upset. The spice. The spice must flow. And plus, the spice. what's the I mean, best? There are I, there I, do I, have to be rules in civilized warfare. I'm like open-minded. Get yeah, Mel Gibson out there shooting officers. I'm know. an optimist, <laughs> and I th- I think that if we attracted other intelligent life form, like we could join this 
like Star Wars galaxy that's out there of like planets that have been discovered and mapped and no, stuff by the intelligence. No, because they people, and then we'd have. I don't think there's any other life out there. Any reasonable confederation of alien civilizations would be like until they stop fighting each other on the same planet. Don't even talk. No, about but it. here's what I'm that saying. Seems like such I a think, good rule. I think we have to. Has got I, to get past the the I think we'll look at us and they'll be like, "Oh, they're exactly like us," because they'll be divided into six different factions that all hate each other. I think. I think. I think we got to do the opposite. Monkeys till they have their shit together. Well, no, no, we got to do. We, guys, we got to do the opposite. We have to fight exactly wars in space up. because that will attract people and be like, yeah, they're well, just no, like, like us. That's the, how you unite humanity is by we're fighting three planets and we're only bombing <laughs> one of them. Like we did it. Yeah, no, like, uh, in, in the Star Trek universe, literally, what unites humanity is the war with the Romulans, the yep. nuclear war of extermination with the Romulans. Where they didn't even see each other, nor what each other looked like, and uh, like the treaty was negotiated over radio, and they they still didn't see each other after like a century after that, and um, uh, like that's what united humanity in the Star Trek universe. People forget how grimdark the the background setting. Wasn't it basically the Vulcans were just trying to trick us into committing genocide against the Romulans? Yeah. Wasn't that the whole thing was like, well, uh, no, uh, these guys are super evil. Yeah, the Vulcans are an Iran-style um, yeah, uh, uh, ideological uh, uh, like uh, uh, philosophical uh, crypto uh, 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 crypto-theocracy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And well, no, they're they're a philocracy rather yes. than a theocracy, but it's the it, that's a hop, skip, and a jump. But yeah, their government uh, more closely res- resembles Iran than anything. Yes. And then um, the Starfleet is is a is a military junta run by generals. Yeah, guys, how's that do you for the fucking Picard show? Oh, I'm really wait. Is it cool. going to be a Picard show? Yeah, they're doing a show with Jean-Luc Picard. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, where he like Captain presumably comes I would out like of to retirement. See him confront a Ronald Moore grim dark Star Trek universe. That as much cool. as I would like for it to just be a show about him I like farming his his winery garden, <laughs> that would be great. I would. It, and just a show <laughs> about that in the daily life. Of Jean-Luc Picard, but I know that and it he's would be have, like that cooking show, the barefoot Contessa, only yeah. with Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, but they're gonna great. need him to come back. I want the virtual that's reality of going on a date with Jean-Luc Picard. Like you put on your goggles, his winery. and it's the experience of going. I would, I would go gay for Jean-Luc Picard. I think he's I think a we very all, attractive old man. Yeah, he Stewart. Okay, is so a here's lion. something that yeah. we've seen in Star Trek Discovery. We've seen Starfleet people. In albeit gray camouflage. Oh shit! Can you imagine Kirk? I'm sorry, Picard in fatigues on the planet. No, because hmm. we don't want that from Star Trek. We want Star Trek to be okay. fantasy. Well, uh, uh, of an bad. idealized humanity. It's uh, right now. It's, it's been sliding space. down towards the muck since Roddenberry. Man, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, I will stop right now and we will watch the pilot movie to Discovery. It is, oh my god, I love it. It's my favorite Star it's Trek. Supposed, it's supposed to be the kind of science fiction that is aspirational. Like a quest for is, utopia. This yeah, is how to be They even uh, taught lessons in the old days, you know? Like, in the TOS especially. He's ended mm-hmm. up winning is the problem. Or, but that's because, like, in reality... 
But it Star Wars is, or Star Trek is that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, um, he uh, there's a lot more Star uh, Wars mixed up into our Star Trek. Yeah, it's like and, wars. Uh, and there's uh, <laughs> that's for Star Wars, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Supposed to be trekking. You guys are supposed to be trekking. Put on them hiking boots. A true. new planet every week. It's true. And that was like, the formula, Dan. With a new weird thing. That you know what it. does that, though, now? Doctor Who has taken up that mantle. Uh, yeah, I can't stand Doctor Who. But Doctor Who is a... the oh, each the sonic screwdriver. I'm so British. Each week they go... <laughs> each week... Viewership they, plummets 15%. <laughs> each week they go to a new planet. Yeah, we don't need those viewers. Fuck off. And they, they <laughs> interact with the life form there, and they have, like, a lesson at the end of the episode. Like, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Fucking cute. Maybe he's queuing on. Viewership's back up 20 They have a, the they have a lady Doctor Who now. That's <laughs> right. very cool. Yeah, and they might have a black James Bond, so... Uh, that got shut down, man. I saw it in Variety.com. Well, they were like, it ain't he has happening. a beard, okay? Come on. Do, do, that, does it have to be, be about him being black? Can we talk about the man has a beard? That yeah, be you, can, you can James shave Bond. beards. He would be a great James Bond. By the way, I don't know if you've been alive in 2018, but it's possible to woo ladies with a beard. Yeah. Pretty it's a different culture. You could give James Bond a beard. Okay. Or you could not. He looks fine clean James Bond, whatever. He looks good clean shaven, though, man. Like it Here's on the, the thing. I was pissed thing, about Daniel way, yeah. Craig until he became that dude. One, so. That dude is. Plus, wasn't there a like legend behind the 007 where it kind of passes as a moniker? Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah. There's that, that's my like, headcanon, as they say. I think everyone kind of does. That I just part, don't yeah. even think about that. It's just yeah. this is James Bond. Yeah. I yeah. just think that half the planet would pay to suck Idris Elba's dick, so, like... <laughs> no, like, Idris Elba is the guy your girl thinks about. Yes. I know that you. for a fact my wife... I know for a fact I she called you Idris. No, never in a thank God. You cannot stop me, guys. He is the guy. You cannot stop me from He's the going to see man Idris Elba. Oh, no. Because um, be, here's the thing, like, once they He's cast so Idris Elba... I know it's arbitrary and dumb, but once you cross a, a, a line with race like that, uh, it's this can of worms where I think that you could get into some other shit Yeah. that I think might be really interesting, and I think that Bond movie would just be amazing. Yes. Because we cast a black man as James Bond. Let's do some crazy shit in this Bond movie. Right. Like, let's, I think that's just going to happen. Let's do something like, other than a Like, here's the thing, because, I, here's the thing, I hate it. When in this, this is what happened. With Spectre. Watch some Each individual part of Spectre was perfect to the point that that the whole movie sucked because it, they didn't add up to anything. Yeah, they did cast not, the perfect it was, villain. Yeah, that you know they had the perfect. I thought the one before that was a lot better. Skyfall was. Skyfall is one of the best movies ever made. Yes. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to go watch that. I, and, and my, who's your you guys' favorite Bond? Well, Craig in Skyfall. I think it's got to be Daniel Craig for me. I but love that's his him doing movies. a that's him doing a fantastic. Um, Personally, the fan fiction I wrote about Idris Elba. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think Craig is really good. I, Brosnan, Brosnan was kind of awesome. In a he was iconic. Way. People dismiss him. I think that he was classy. Bond. You know why? Yeah. He, you know why it is? It's because of GoldenEye sixty four. Yep. Yeah, well, that's why your entire yeah. generation likes it. Well, Goldeneye is a fantastic movie. I um, Sean, uh, uh, Sean, Penn, Sean Bean is a fantastic uh, Bond villain. Yep. A 006 turncoat. Yeah, for sure. An amazing Bond villain. But that he had a lot of bad movies in his Bond run. 
boy, this yeah. has gone off DE. But uh, I no, read, no, 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 DE Film Club, lowercase I, DE. I, yesterday, I read uh, an oral history of Goldeneye, which the game, yeah, like awesome. it came out two years after the Dude, movie. Send that to me. Yeah, I will. It, it was really interesting. It was like a team of like fifteen guys that made that game. That was the. One of the most important videos. Yes, and they were just Twitter. fucking like when you read it, they were just fucking around. It was another it, to them. This was another one of the endless movie plug-in games. It would sell a few copies, and that was it. And they were like, "Well, why don't we make a three random shooter?" Maps. They were the ones wow. that invented hitboxes. Yeah. Slappers was an inside joke between them, and it stuck. The slapper mode. Yeah. Uh, the reason the guns are all slapping. named different was because. Uh, Nintendo didn't pay for the rights with any of the gun makers. Right. So that's the Clob is named after a guy at Nintendo who they were making fun of, whose initials were like K Lob or something like that. My punk rock band that actually had mild success was named the RCP 90s. Nice! We opened for a couple national acts. That's nice. fucking awesome. Nice. What's the name again? RCP 90s. RCP. We have a webpage. The Assault Rifle. Nice. Um, I have, it's been almost a decade. But like the. The big head mode was an inside joke that they just never took out. Multiplayer, the entire multiplayer thing was just an add-on because they which was release kept getting pushed back, and so they perfected it. It was so cool. It was. Nintendo sixty four was the first one with four. I so you could do four four I still like the game actually. Perfect Dark, I think, holds up. Was better because it perfected all the things. Nostalgia is a big factor, but I actually like. Every probably two or three years, I'll bust out the 64. Yeah, and, like, dude. Just play through first player. When are they going to release the 64? Like a Metal Gear Solid level of tactics. Like planting the Next. proximity mines on the bottom. I thought there was. Now. Like, there's so the, much stuff to do. The 64 one is going to be next for I, their. I will buy I that. I mean, I have a 64 still. Yeah. yeah. Like you want to be able to play on your HGTV. Yes. Well, you can. I, you can. Um, we've, we've fiddled with it. And we've got it so it plays on our plasma. Because um, I can't play Super Nintendo because I don't have a tube TV like right now. Layla, yeah. my my stepdaughter, and I play Smash Brothers all the time. She's oh, very bad. Um, is what? What about Super Mario World? Super Mario, no, Super Mario 64. No, Super Mario World. Well, I never played that on, on Super Nintendo. Oh wow! Nice. I haven't played that in forever. Nice. I think that's one of the greatest games of all time. I thought so Mario 64 was the one. If I remember right? Introduction of Yoshi, yeah. yeah. Which changed all of our lives. And it was such an epic game. Yeah. And it was all platforming. The physics in it are fucking perfect. The colors and music are great. Yeah. There's a reason why it's a classic. I think that that was the best Mario game, in my opinion. 64, Mario 64, and that is pure nostalgia for me, because that's the one that, like... We got the N64. My parents didn't buy any other games for it for like a fucking year. So right. we just, but like my parents were young enough still at that point that they played it. Mm-hmm. So like it was a that and uh, Sonic on Sega Genesis were like the family games that we would play together. And then there was I don't know if you guys ever played Tetrisphere on 64. It was no, Tetris. I can't, I can't tell you that I've played Tetrisphere. No, I played a ball of Tetris. I yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I always loved Tetris. Did you? Did any of you guys play Army Men Two? Sergeant Heroes. I love the no, Army no Men games. Sergeant Heroes. That specific game is, was one of my fucking favorites, and it was a terrible game. All right, let's let's do this. What are your top five games? 
Video yes. games? Top nice. five video games. Alright, so I'll go first. All right. uh, Super Mario World, which I think is just perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Pod Racer on the 64. <laughs> oh my god. Nice. Which I played the fucking hell out of. Yup. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, was the best like modern era game that I fucking played. Oh, yeah, so good. It so is good. so awesome, and I'm so. I wish that was sequel. gonna make my list. I feel like an asshole that it's not. Oh, I think it's just perfect. Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. Oh. Strong choices. And. Hmm. Five or four. My fifth one. Okay. Uh, um, Mario Land Two, Wario's first game, on the original Game Boy. I would okay. agree with that. That was such a cool game. He... Mario Land 2, Search for the Golden Coins or some shit. I also really liked Metroid 2, The Return of Samus on Game Boy. Mm. I kind of want to get an old Game Boy. Oh, old Game Boy. Oh, classic, classic. Um, I'm veneniciously sitting here. Um, Sorry. To, to, no, 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 go for it. My five. Um, You're five. You're up. Um, Resident Evil 2. Nice. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Of course. Um, Never played it. Grand Theft Auto 4. Ooh! It is great a game. great crime movie turned into a sandbox. Yes. Is that what uh, Nico? The city's great. Yeah, Nico Bellic. simple and perfect, even though it's shitty. Uh, Nico Bellic's a great leading man. Yep. Um, uh, great villains, great dialogue, uh, great Fucking comic relief. Suits, man. Uh, it's, yeah. It really oh, is. I'm always wrong. Here's the thing, because you play, you play GTA 5, and you... I legitimately hate all the lead characters, so I can't. The physics care. and build of the game is amazing. Like, oh, f- five is amazing. It's a, it's an amazing game. With I hate I I don't care about the characters, so I can't play through the main uh, uh, story, which sucks. So that's three. You got two more. Um. Oh, and then uh, after that. Um, Are we oh, got kind of computer games in this, or is this uh, just console? I kind of like keeping it consoles, I was, but it's really I was keeping it console. Yeah. Oh, let's keep it console because all okay, the RTS because, is uh, okay. um, On console, stuff. I want to have an overlap with Theron here. Donkey Kong Country on SNES. Yeah. Oh, that game. Although, honorable mention I came, like up, came up today in one of the groups. The True Lies Super Nintendo game. I never played the game. Shitty slap together yeah. movie release. Oh, amazing like, game. Like brilliant. Yeah. It turns out to just be like great, simple, terrible design um, the entire way. No, no, like, it just worked. It you know just... what? Do you want to say terrible design? Because honestly, it was it was simple, it was, it was simple what kind of game perfect. Was it? was it a platformer? Like sprites. It was, top down. No, no, shooter. like top down sprites. Oh, okay. Guns, basically. Top down. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was so simple that it was perfect. But that kind of spy. I, they didn't like, overthink it. Terrible it was, dialogue. It was. It was what was great about the movie. They didn't overthink it. They just put together a great. Uh, uh, we have the money for this action movie with Schwarzenegger. They gave it to you. You shot bad guys. 
And it was a great time. But anyway, that's not my number five. True I, Lies is not my number five. I remember the Donkey Kong um, Country was cool because it was 3D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It was super cool. Yeah. Uh, even on that cartridge. And uh, and then my, my number five um, would have to be... Oh, I hate to stretch this out, fellas, but... Uh, well, I understand that last one's kind of hard to think of. Uh, well, you want you your last out one to be cool. cool. You don't want it to be yeah. obvious, like Skyrim, which like, I Ocarina honestly should time. have included or something like that. But as far as... Uh, I should have named Ocarina of Time. That's absurd that I didn't. Uh, Majora's Mask was the one I really Here's the thing. As I'm going to steal Andrew Christian's cred here, because this is, this is like his game that like, he grew up playing in... in but like it's this like magical game that I've played through all the way like twice, and I like to start a game of it now and then. And it's I don't do RPGs. Chrono Trigger. I've heard nothing. Like of I'll my rotate one. out my number five with something else. Chrono Trigger is my number one. <laughs> like uh, I I'm that's my legit placeholder until I can think of something else uh, to throw in there that's yeah, not okay. like totally lame. In no particular order. Alright, and I was like... Star Fox 64. Oh! That's on my Ooh, uh, that's a good one. It's literally on my Elder Scrolls, Morrowind. Mm. Uh, over Skyrim. Over Skyrim. Oh, definitely over Skyrim. I mean, I love Skyrim. Skyrim's great. Morrowind was the best. Okay. I'm doing new playthroughs of Skyrim, and I just can't get into it like I used to. I have played of over course, 400 hours Of course, I'm also not on a... I, I don't have a... Okay. So you don't have a pill habit right now, so that, that makes it harder. So <laughs> and then you have two more. Three more. Three more. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. I can't do those games, man. They're uh, too stressful. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, oh yeah. beautiful game. Nice. One of the most beautiful, cohesive pieces of art as a game. And then my fifth one is Split. It's a toss-up. But between two very different games, uh, the original Bioshock, yeah, and Guitar Hero. Oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah! I played a party oh, game a lot. Nice. Guitar, Guitar Hero. Hero. Like, oh, yeah, I'm including like that, that entire. I feel like genre. there was this yeah. like yeah. weird yeah. mass hate thing. that happened toward Guitar Hero for a while that was kind of necessary, but yeah. in retrospect, it's this kind of necessary, beautiful, I mean, and it, uh, fun thing. I had a it's lot like of the guy with like just guitar at the party for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's a blast. Oh, yeah. oh my god, guys. I'm sorry. Did, are you gotten through your list through yet? Yeah, yes, I just I thought of a different mind. number five. I thought of my real number five. Killer Instinct on oh, SNES. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, it had a black cartridge. Combo Breaker. It had a black cartridge. Oh, yeah, that was hardcore. It wasn't a gray cartridge. It was a black one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. So we're on the mat now. So, my number one for sure, and I think this is the only one ranked, is Chrono Trigger. That was such sure. amazing. Oh, yeah. nice, like, nice, nice. I, I just pumped it, it off, and here so it gets much. on another list. Yeah. I'm glad. Um, I'm going to lean towards RPGs quite a bit, because that was my jam. Yep. Super Mario RPG. Oh, really nice. fun game, yeah. Unbelievably nice. fun game. Nice. Owned a big part of my childhood. Nice. The Very part cool. that uh, Final Fantasy VII didn't. Right. Which is probably on the list as well. Good. Final Fantasy Tactics. All right. Which was the most frustrating game I've ever played. That's what I've life. heard. 
and I just couldn't stop playing it. Like it wow. just made you want to come back for more, like over and over and over again. Because your characters can actually die. Oh wow! It's okay. a tactics game, like strategy, sure, sure. party, you move through. But you recruited troops, like, and trained them up regularly because you knew you were going to lose, lose. them. Yeah. You lost like a top guy. Heartbreaking. Yes. Heartbreaking. And uh, Star Fox 64. Star Fox nice. 64. I've played so... I still as, play that game. As much for the multiplayer, but oh, the yeah. story was, like, just heart-wrenching at times. Like, and it was it just was so a, much... It was just star combat. And somehow, like, you cared if these three AI dudes next to you lived or died. Like, when you lost one in a mission... What was it? Like, no! The one, like, if you took the hard path right before <laughs> you got to Venom... Where yeah. it's just this yeah. huge fleet battle going yeah. around you, and you're just, oh yeah. my god. It was the most intense video gaming like, I've it ever played so in my life. so cool. Yeah. And then I, the train mission on uh, the planet Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. Was, what yeah. system was that on? That 64. was 64. That, it was the introduction of the Rumble Pack. It got so epic. So epic. It, yeah, there was a combination of like, um, it was the first time you could have four people playing a game. Mm -hmm. It was the 64, and it was the first real 3D graphics driven like the good 3D graphics where it yeah. made sense yeah um, there was it wasn't just a, like like Sonic 3D was fun Ooh. but it was such a momentary thing like, hey, it wasn't you, the most thing. I remember yeah. I had a PlayStation that was the same generation as in 64 yeah PlayStation and yeah. 64 yeah. Um, I, I, I played Medal of Honor that that became a big franchise and oh, they yeah. had a slap together um, uh, basically GoldenEye ripoff uh, uh, four player shooter Mm -hmm. uh, um, mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I interrupted there. No, you were. I was talking to my two cents. Did you get the tanks? Yeah. You start talking to the dudes. Did you ever play Wipeout 64? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. It had a techno soundtrack. And it was kind of like a racing. But it was super sleek. Like Wait, was that for snow, snow, snow racers? For Wave Runner was the the jet ski one. I think you're thinking. There was this one. Uh, well, there was this one for like uh, for like snow racing that had like Rob Zombie and all these like nice. Guys, uh, <laughs> that, I, that I had as a PlayStation. Rob thing. Zombie does snowmobiles. It was like a solid little racer. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Nice. Now what Burnout about three? Oh, nice. Favorite racing game. What about Disney? Uh, Spin-off games. I have two that I'm thinking of on the, for the SNES. That being the Toy Story game. I don't think I ever played that one. Very difficult, mm. poorly made. The Rescue <laughs> Rangers had a fantastic Super Nintendo game. And the Aladdin game, which was one of the best games I've ever played. You can beat it in Man, about a half an hour. Yeah. And it's perfect physics. <laughs> game you can't beat that makes you want to chop your dick off and kill yourself. Fucking Lion King. <laughs> Fuck you, Lion King. Toy Story's similar. Ah, <laughs> Toy Story's similar. Damn, that game was so fucking Like, you have hard. to memorize it. Shit. Or there's, platform. there's even, right. like, Battletoads level, like, you can't jump that far. Right. Like, it's you didn't take damage. It just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you're fighting Scar, it's just over, dude. Genesis <laughs> was, like, that was our, like, we had the Genesis instead of SNES. So I played Mortal all the Kombat. Sonic games. Sonic was fun. Sonic was fucking baller. And, like, there's some of those, the soundtrack. Like, if you just played it right now, I would jump. Oh, my shit! That's my... Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, if you uh, yeah. play Mr. Brightside at a wedding. Like, it's... Uh, <laughs> lose my fucking shit. So good. That game was fucking baller. And a lot of the, my early games were on computer. Like, uh, there was The Incredible Machine. 
back on like Windows 3.0 or whatever. Lands of Lore was an old school RPG in this. Mist. Oh my god. I watched my dad just cuss forever playing Mist. That was so good. My grandma played Mist. Really? That's awesome. Did you ever play uh, Total Annihilation? Mm mm. It was a decent real time strategy game, but one of the crazy things about it, I think it was one of the first that let you download new units and mod them into the game. And so it was just an obsession to. Oh man. And at the time, I did not actually have internet because my parents were Stone Age people. I didn't have internet until I was 18. Wow. wow. Or cell phone. Holy yeah. shit. 32 for I, uh, for purposes here. Yeah, I got my cell but, phone uh, around 17. We had the internet in like 95 when we got our Gateway 2000. Exactly. It was 2004 <laughs> like, wow. when I got hooked up. So what I would do is I would download the units from the local library or friend's save houses them to and it. save them on floppy disks and Jesus. bring them home. Jesus. I like remember making baller. floppy disks for kids <laughs> in school. I remember making like yep. a NASA video for Derek Grover on a floppy Derek disk. Grover. It was like probably thirty seconds long. We had a uh, rather successful Pokemon club with Derek Did Grover, uh, Josh Taylor. I never Andy. played Pokemon. No. Mm-hmm. We got pretty into it. I got. The well, I gotta head out, guys. Oh, all right, buddy. Podcast people, goodbye. Friends, goodbye.